0: Pop pop people Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. Where I, Christine Blasdell, get to bring to you the conscious entrepreneur, some master teachers in all realms of life health, wealth, love, prosperity, abundance, and you name it. If it's about making your life better, we're going to be talking about it on the show. Stay tuned, it's going to be a great episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. I'm Christine Blasdell, your host, and oh, I am so excited about today's show. You are in for a big treat, my friends. My guest today is Mitchell Coombs, who is known as Australia's most trusted spiritual medium. He is also the author of Sensing Psychic, Signs from Spirit, Inspiring True Stories from the Afterlife, and Sensing Spirit. Mitchell has helped literally thousands, I'm gonna say tens of thousands of people because you've been doing this for quite some time, Mitchell. Uh, worldwide, he's been helping so many people from all walks of life through his extraordinary gift of mediumship, bringing them comfort and transforming their lives, including me, and we'll talk about that in a second. Born and raised in Newcastle, Australia, Mitchell comes from a very long line of gifted clairvoyance that stretches back more than 400 years and we are going to be talking about that, Mitchell. Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine.
1: <laughs> Hello, Christine. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm honored to have you. And I am so excited because I said including me because you did, you did impact my life greatly when uh, my wife and I got to see you recently live. And my goodness, my grandmother came through. boy boy did she (laughs) boy boy did she but it was just a wonderful experience and i knew as soon as you started talking to me about her um how amazingly gifted you are so thank you for that wonderful gift by the way
1: thank you well it's you know i thank you for trusting me and giving me the honor to channel your grandmother to, to connect with your loved ones in that setting because it really is amazing i always say how the spirit world works i really believe that our loved ones often are with us are around us and that love lives forever. And the way that they can come through to us is just, you know, incredible because we can have our own personal experiences where we may receive signs from them. We may see, you know, what we call like the butterfly or we see feathers or uh, receive pennies from heaven. And then we can have direct experiences, whether it's through like a one-to-one, a private appointment where you sit with a medium like myself, or as you experienced, Christine, you know, in a live audience setting. And what's so remarkable about a live audience setting is that it doesn't matter where you sit in the auditorium or in the theater if a message is meant to be for you your loved ones will absolutely find a way to come through and that's exactly obviously what happened for you when your grandmother came through and the thing is is that it um, I always say to people you know the spirit world when when I'm working with an audience will touch the hearts the souls and the lives of more than just the person receiving the message I like to believe and feel that you know the energy and the love that comes through from spirit can touch every person in that room and and really Remind us all that love really does live forever.
0: Well, and especially because I, I was there just to be like a witness, right? I was just there just to experience and and see others and the the uh, the, the people that have come th- that came through that night. For those that were in the audience, many of them too were people that had taken their own lives. They were children. Um, mm-hmm. They were young people that had taken their lives and the emotion that was in that auditorium when you were speaking to them and saying, I'm okay to their, to their, to their mums. I mean, you know, every, there were just tears flowing from everyone saying that, you know, I'm okay. I'm all right. I love you. I'm with you. And that is so absolutely important for especially anyone that's grieving a child or, a, or a loved one that, that, that has left, that has left Ab- this plane. Right
1: absolutely and i always say you know there's no loss greater than the loss of a child and i and I, you know and i talk to parents every day that have unfortunately lost children of varying ages and and you know all loss is awful isn't it i mean all loss is sad but i feel that that's what i love so much about the work that i do as a spiritual medium it is is really showing people as you've just said you know that that love goes on that life goes on that love lives forever and that our loved ones are with us and and I find that with the healing messages that come through I mean it really can be life-changing and people say to me all the time oh my goodness you're incredible or oh my god that was amazing but the thing is I'm not incredible in fact I'm the most ordinary person you should ever wish to meet yes it's very extraordinary what I do but I'm just an ordinary person and and I always give credit to the spirit world and I say don't thank me thank your loved ones on the other side because they do all the work they've done all the job it's it's not me I'm I really am a medium I am a middleman I'm simply the messenger and um, but it warms my heart when I see a person um, transform before my very eyes because you know someone may have been in very deep grief for a long time i um, mean, you know a memory that comes to mind um, is I was out in the uh, shopping center and I was grabbing a few bits and pieces And there was a lady that I actually bumped into, um, a complete stranger to me. And when I, and we both, you know, did the whole awkward, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry about that, (laughs) you know, a bit awkward. Uh, But as I looked standing next to her, I could see a young girl. And I remember saying to the lady, excuse me one moment before you run off. I have to tell you something. And she sort of looked at me as if to say, who are you and what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, I'm a spiritual medium, uh, which means I connect to the spirit world. And I feel I have a message for you. Would you be open to a message? And this lady sort of like looked at me very bewildered. I I feel, I guess she was just as much shocked as I was because she wasn't expecting a complete stranger to say this to her. And she said, okay. And so I said to her, well, I can see a young girl standing to the side of you. She tells me to tell you that she is your daughter. And she keeps saying to me, she says, she keeps saying to me, Mitchell, mummy blames herself, but it's not her fault. And I said, your daughter is saying to me to tell you, it's not your fault. You mustn't blame yourself for her passing. Well, with that piece of information, this lady, she burst into tears, deep, deep, deep sobs. And I was sort of, you know, tried to console her and, and, and when she could regain compose herself, she explained to me that her daughter was outside one afternoon, playing with her brother in the front yard kicking a soccer ball around. And the phone rung. and as she ran inside to go grab the phone to take the call, she heard the screeching of a car brakes, the ball had gone out onto the road, and her daughter was killed instantly. And this lady for two years had been carrying this grief around feeling so overwhelmed and so responsible that she actually said to me, you know, Mitchell, um, she didn't know my name at the time, she goes, you know, I, tonight I was so, I've just been so lost within myself and feeling such grief within myself. I was really thinking about ending it all and this tonight, and this just changes everything. And she said, thank you so much. She thanked me profusely, but I thanked my guides. I thank spirit, I thank God. I thank the angels for putting me in the right place at the right time to ha- be a messenger, to help this lady. Um, and I've since spoken to her many times since. And over the years, um, um, and, you know, it just shows you that to me is the true work of a medium. I mean, it really is. It's about healing grief. It's about helping people. It's about putting lives back together. Um, you know, I, and I, I don't have the, the, the ability to do that. I, I simply share what I see, what I hear, what I sense. And, and that's the way it comes to me. You know, I see, I hear, and I feel the spirit world. Um, but that, you know, that's one example that really stands in my mind where, you know, you can see a person literally transform before your very eyes um, through the beautiful gift of mediumship.
0: And, and, you're, and, and as you've just stated, one reason why I think you're the perfect medium is because you don't, you don't have ego you know, you, you don't, there's not a braggadocious bone in your body. And so (laughs) I don't know that I'm the perfect medium. (laughs) No, but I mean, what I'm saying is, is that you you don't have that layer of ego that, you know, that I'm this, or I'm that you really truly are a conduit. And, and so spirit and, and, and those that are on the other side of the veil that we can't see with our physical eyes, they are around us all the time, but they can sense that as well. And who who better to go through than someone who doesn't have an ego and who is going to also speak up and just say, you know, this is what I'm feeling, seeing and feeling. This is what I'm hearing right now.
1: That's um, it. Yeah. And you need to always sort of say, I always say to, you know, when I've taught um, workshops uh, in spiritual development or, or psychic development, you always say what you see here, feel and sense. Don't try to interpret. Don't put your um, idea on it. If you see a red apple, you say, I see a red apple. I, um, uh, you know, an old teacher of mine used to say, I gives it as I gets it. Um, in other words, I, I give exactly what I receive. I don't put myself into it because again, it's not my message. I'm just the messenger.
0: I would love to, can you, can you tell the story? I, I feel like you, okay. We should have like bedtime stories with Mitchell. we going to do story um, time with but, Mitchell. But okay. <laughs> Can you, can you tell the story? Cause you had mentioned this briefly when, when we saw you live and in yeah. person, but could you talk about um, as when you were young? Now, a lot of people would say, well, have you always had this gift? Is it something that, you know, happened as you uh, later in life? And how did your family react? Because, you know, we, ch- we know children see and hear things and we say, oh, what an active imagination. Right. But can you talk about when you first, I guess knew that you, that you had these gifts and also how your family reacted.
1: Absolutely. Well, um, from as early as I can remember, which is the age of three, um, I would often see things that other children didn't see and how it all began for me way back when I was a little toddler, uh, is I would wake in the middle of the night and I'd often find what I would call green people, um, standing at the foot of my bed. Now, when I say green people, you mustn't get confused and think I'm talking about, you know, aliens and all this sort of thing. No, no, like little green men. But I I saw silhouettes, human-like form silhouettes, but they were green and they glowed with this emerald green color. And the sight of them petrified me. I have to admit, I was terrified. And I would, in the middle of the night, I would race into my parents' room and say to my parent, to my mom and my dad, the green people are back. You know, the green people are back again in my room. And it took a lot of consoling to calm me down because often a couple of times in the week, I would have these visits. From the green people, as we would call them, in this particular house and uh, where I lived at the time, and and um, really the sight of them petrified me. But I was I was very fortunate because I do come from a family of gifted clairvoyants. You know, my mother, her mother, uh, my my great grandmother, my great great grandmother, uh, my uncle, um, he's departed now, but was a tarot reader and astrologer. So I do come from a family that, although we were very Christian and Catholic in our upbringing, um, very spiritual at the same time, and I had it I had that understanding. So you know my mother said to me well you know do these green people what do they do what do they want are they saying something to you and and really they weren't they would just smile and sort of wave at me but it was very disconcerting I mean you should have think you know it's it almost like they'd pull faces and in fact when I look back on it as an adult I often would think of it like if you can remember like how Muppets, like the TV show like would play around, like Muppets would sort of play around and sort of banter and sort of hop along. Well, that's what I saw these green human-like forms doing. And it was very, I mean, they'd move through the wall. They'd come down through the ceiling. And I can remember my mum said, but if you listen to them, she said, just remember Mitchell, they're God's angels. And if you listen to them, they may have a message for you because I said, well, no, they don't harm me. They don't hurt me. Um, they're not asking anything. And so she was reassured with that information. She said, well, if you listen, They're God's angels. They may have a message. And so listen, I did. And I can remember that, uh, you know, I think I was about five or six. And my mom had a friend over and she was having like morning tea with one of her friends. And of course, I was occupying myself playing with my toy trucks in the corner and having a great little time. And then all of a sudden, something compelled me to stand up, go over to interrupt their conversation, their morning tea. And I said to my mum's friend, there's a, um, there's a little me inside of you. There's a little me growing inside of you. Like a baby is what I was basically trying to sell is, you know, there's a little, there's a little baby or there's a little me living inside your tummy. And this lady laughed and sort of said, "Oh, don't be <laughs> silly," and you know, "I don't know what you mean," and laughed it off type thing. And my mum even said to me afterwards, "Like, why would you say such a such a silly thing like that? You know, what do you mean? What do you mean there's a little you growing inside this lady's tummy?" I said, "Well, I don't know. I'd say it's like a little person." Um, and anyway, nothing was said of it. And then three weeks had came and three weeks had gone, and. Um, And there was the phone rung. And on the other end of the phone was my mother's friend. And she said to my mother, how did he know? We weren't trying for a child. I certainly didn't think I was pregnant at the time, but I've just found out I'm expecting my first child. And so, you know, and Mum said to me, well, you know what made you say that again? I said, I don't know. I said, the green people told me. So you see, I've always had this gift my entire life. And when I went to school, a very early recollection I have of going to school was when uh, my very first day of kindergarten. I was a pretty talkative child, as I'm sure you, sure you colour you shocked. I mean, I was, I was, um, I was a very talkative child. So even through preschool, I was pretty active, pretty outgoing. Like I was, I was a very confident in that way. But when I first started preschool, uh, primary school, sorry, primary school. Can rem- I can remember the very my very first day at kindergarten and as you can imagine a lot of kids you know their parents have to leave them and they stay for a little while then they go and kids get very sort of cry get a bit upset and sometimes parents get very upset too, um, but this one girl you know she she was crying she wouldn't stop she was really upset and in, in the recess in our first little morning tea break I remember saying to her Why are you crying? If anyone should be crying, it should be me because my mother, my mom had to go home. Your mom didn't have to go home. She's been with you all day. So why are you crying? And the the girl told the teacher, And the teacher you know I got in trouble because she sort of said that boy is saying things about my mother well I didn't know that her mother had passed over I didn't know that her mother had passed I didn't know that she wasn't there in the physical sense because as a young child I saw her as clearly as I'm seeing you and I believe that her mother was with her that day and of course we know spiritually she was but as a young child I didn't understand and so it took me a long time Christine to to work out that I would see things that other children didn't see. And what I thought was perhaps normal for a lot of people is very sort of unnatural. It's not normal to them. But, you know, it, I believe spirituality is the most natural thing in the world. But as a young child, it was, I was different. And so I've always. Uh, being a little strange, I've always heard heard voices and seen faces and had visions, um, you know, so that's just, but they're some of my early recollections I can remember, but see, because I come from a, a spiritual family, you know, I, was in, I wasn't discouraged, but it wasn't encouraged either, I was just like left to be, like, you know, if I had questions, they, they would be answered, if I needed help, it, I'd, I'd be given that assistance, but it wasn't thrust upon me, you could say, I wasn't forced into this by my family, but Um, it's very natural for us you know most most families most kids play football and soccer and that's considered normal and if you don't you're a little bit strange well in my family you know if you don't read cards or tea leaves or have some kind of ability you're a little odd (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with Mitchell (laughs) that's it (laughs) but I was a very sensitive child and so um, I want to use my heartbeats here on this earth as best as I can to help others and also to live a full and beautiful life. And I'm sure that everyone listening or watching this would feel the same way about their own life. It's honestly, it's like, we don't have time to get caught up in, 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 in what we can't change.
0: Well, and it, and it carries an energy as well. And we know that yeah. that energy is it. even just reminiscing. Cause that's the other thing is that we can look at things in life. And this I've, this has happened to me so many times and it's like, That's why when something, a curveball gets thrown at you, right? Whatever it is, you you know, an accident or you lose a job or uh, you're, someone breaks up with you or something. It's all how you look at it. And even though in the moment you're going to feel the feels, you can also go, you know what, maybe this is clearing me for something else. Maybe this is to bring me into a different area of my life that I didn't think was possible. And all those major things that have ever happened to me. It was all to set me onto a course of things that were much greater than I could, I could even imagine. But at the time it's hard, right? Cause at the time you're like, this sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it really is. And, um, and, you know, and, 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 you know, when a person's in pain, I always say, you know, your pain is your pain. You know, there's no good saying to somebody who's in pain, oh, well, there are people who are worse off than you and this and that, because at the end of the day, your pain is your pain. It's what you're feeling. Um, but I have, I haven't, I, have, I, you know, there's a famous saying, it's laugh and the world will laugh with you, cry and you'll weep alone. And it's so true. So, you know, I, I, I really do always, you know, I, it's important to feel it's important to be but you're correct in that you know i believe that um things happen in our lives for a reason and sometimes it isn't pleasant and i always say to to god and to spirit i say please clear this from my path please clear this from my path but if this is something that i absolutely must go through then please give me the strength to get through it with dignity and grace that's mm. my little prayer you know it's like, like if that, I, you know, please clear this from me if i don't need to do this please clear it from me but if i must go through this Please give me the strength to get through it with dignity and grace. And let's get through it kind of quick. <laughs> let's get kind of. That's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Let's get the so you know, my entire childhood, you know, I I I've always you know I've said unusual things. I've had premonitions and had experiences, and it's it's followed me my entire life. This this ability, this gift, and um you know I always wanted to go into the field of acting and performance, and oh I wanted to you know I wanted to do that you know drama and all so desperately. Um, but I believe that when you have a gift and when you have a purpose, and I believe we all have gifts. Um, my gift is to connect with the spirit world, but some people's gifts may be to be a great artist or a singer or a teacher or even just a really good friend is a gift in itself or being a great parent or um you know being a great business person or, or vo- donating at charity or uh, volunteering your time or or just being kind is a gift into its unto itself and so we all have gifts to share some people write some people create some people bake some people cook whatever your gifts are And we all do have them, you know. I think it's important to nurture our gifts, and that's what I have done. Is you know, is I've I've nurtured my gifts as best as I as best as I can. But um, and I think that's really important that we nurture our gifts and that we recognise that we all have a gift to share. And so when we have a gift to share, I always believe that. You know if that's the work that you're meant to do no matter how many times you try and stray from your spiritual path the rug so to speak gets pulled from underneath you and it's almost as though spirit the universe sort of says nope come back over here because this is what you're meant to sort of be doing um and i always say that for me this is not my life lo- this is not my my job this is not my work this is really a vocation this is my life this is what i do it's my life's mission it's my life's work um i don't even consider what i do to be a job um because as i say it's a way of death a way of life Life, really mm.
0: Well, and, and that's, you know, the show is, is for conscious entrepreneurs, right? And, and the idea is that if you're doing something that you're really, truly passionate about, that you love doing whatever it is, if it's tinkering on Volkswagens, or if it's being a podcast coach or being a spiritual medium, if you really love it, it's not work. It's not, that's it's, right. it's not like, Oh, I got to go back to the grind of Mondays. When Mondays happen, you're like, yeah, it's Monday back to creating right back to helping and so that's That's something that's so important for people to tap into something
1: that they really love it really is And, and it's you know it's what i live and breathe if i'm it's just what i i just i can't absorb enough of it i just i love i love this work and i and i love being able to help others you know more than anything but you're right i feel if you follow your bliss you know and people always say i don't know what my purpose is you know, what's my purpose in life? Well, I believe that as you walk your path, your purpose will find you. You know, I really find that sometimes, you know, we feel we've got to find this huge, you know, hidden sort of purpose in something or or our purpose needs to be some life transforming, life-saving mission of some kind. And maybe that is your life purpose. Maybe that is your life's work. And that's wonderful. But sometimes our life's purpose can be as simple as being that person who smiles at strangers on the street throughout a whole lifetime. And we may not realize how that one simple act, which costs nothing to do, is simple to do, requires not a lot of you to do, could ripple out and can affect and change the hearts and souls in profound ways. So, so many people, you know, it's like one random act of kindness dropped into the ocean of life. I say in one of my books, it can ripple out to touch the hearts and souls of many. And it's so true. And so I think sometimes we put so much emphasis on finding our purpose, making sure we're doing our purpose. Maybe your purpose is just smiling at customers when you hand them their shopping bag and say, have a nice day. Maybe your purpose is, is, you know, um, you know, is, 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 is singing through song. Maybe it is doing, you know, something creative, but it can be in the simple little things. And I feel that um, we really are fulfilling our purpose when we do um, little tiny deeds with great amounts of love. Mm. And that's what I really believe, and I always say: as you walk your path, your purpose will find you. You don't have to go looking for it; it will find you. Just walk your path.
0: Oh, that's so true. That is so true. And also to, to realize that you never know who you're impacting. You know, um, when I'm working with with clients, and I say, you know, um, the 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 program that you're putting out, or the the content that you're putting out. Put it out and imagine that that person, whoever that person is that you really admire and look up to, if it's a celebrity, if it's an author, if it's a a, a teacher, a master teacher, imagine them listening to you or watching you. And they're like, but, but that's, you know, but the chances of that happening are, I said, no, 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 because you never know. I wrote a column many, many years ago. I wrote an entertainment column through a cartoon character. And it was a vampy campy kind of cartoon character and very saucy and it was all about entertainment, you know, Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. And, and, and the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame type thing. And one time I met Lily Tomlin and her partner, oh, Jane wow. Wagner. And Jane Wagner. And I just came up to them very sheepishly cause they were having dinner and I didn't want to bother them. I was like, oh my God, everybody bothers these <laughs> celebrities. But I just said, I, Jane and Lily, I just want to say how much I appreciate you. And I just think you're wonderful. And thank you for all of the amazing work you've done. You've changed the world in so many ways with your, with your artistry. And 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 uh, I think it was Jane said, well, who are you? And I said, my name's Christine, also known as Beatbox Betty. And they both looked at each other and said, Lily goes, Jane, that's Beatbox Betty. And I'm like, (laughs) I thought I was being punked. I was like, what, what She, she said, we read your columns. And we think you're so funny. Wow, wow. I didn't know when we're in our vacuum of creating or you know, writing or yeah. teaching, doing whatever we're doing, we don't realize, we don't really think about who might be listening to us or reading our work or, or just hearing from us. And that's why every, I, I put that in my head. You never know what your message is gonna do for someone. You never know whose life you're gonna change. And you've changed a lot of lives and, and there are people that you know, because they tell you, but you've also changed so many lives that you, you, you would never even know. And that's beautiful,
1: beautiful gift. It, it, it is beautiful that we can all be a part of it and it just goes to show you how we're all so connected as well you know we are very very connected and um you know one you know little good deed or, or one positive thought or a kind word or a, a hug as we know can you know the knock-on effect you know can can ripple on and I can remember a million years ago back when um living in Sydney and you know you'd cross the harbour bridge in Sydney in Australia and of course there are tolls that you would have to pay money every time you go across the bridge and back in those days we didn't have you know like an e-tag where it was all digital there was literally a box and you'd <laughs> you throw hand it hand <laughs> money out the window or you'd throw it into the thing or you'd hand or there was a, there was often a cashier and you know in the window that you would actually give money to um and then they would you know open the gate and through you'd sort of go type thing right and I can remember one day I completely must have started like a, a complete panic attack a panic amongst all the motorists on the road because I decided to pay for my vehicle as well as pay for the person behind me. And so I decided, and I said, now you tell the person behind to pay, but it's for the person be- like, you know, it was like a knock-on effect. So that way people <laughs> can say, oh, it's been paid for, you know, pass the kindness along pass the love along and and that's a little like lesson I like to teach to my students is you know pass love along where you can I think that's really important you know and what's even more important is not just seeing how we can affect the the souls and the hearts and the minds of people here in this world but our loved ones in the spirit world are very much a part of our lives and the spirit world sees us and I don't think people realize how much the spirit world really does see of us and our world and there are many times I'm sure when we've we've all done things that we haven't been proud of and we thought oh well nobody will know nobody nobody saw that nobody will see that you know or whatever it might be um but 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 is that the case because the chances are the spirit world does see that. Somebody did see that. We see you, um, as often when I hear the spirit world saying, we see what you just did then. We saw that little thing that you tried to do then. We saw you avoiding that phone call. We we saw certain things. And so I always say it's very important to live a life that not only makes yourself proud, but to live a life that you'd be proud for everybody to be able to see because the spirit world really is seeing all. And I always learned that if you don't want something on the front page of tomorrow's newspaper, don't do it, you know, it's like you need to be very transparent, and it's so true that our loved ones in the spirit world, they they do, they, they see our thoughts, they see our aura, which is the energy around our bodies, they can see our intentions, and they can feel it as well, when we think of a loved one who has passed with love, they are really, they come to be by our side right away, they're there with us, so quite often um, people don't realize how close to us the spirit world really is because it's a world that they may not be able to see, or perhaps they're not as connected into sensing or even feeling. They sort of discard it as, oh, well, you know, yeah, that's interesting, but it's over here. But the reality is, is the spirit world is all around us. Your loved ones are all around you and your guides and your angels are all around you too. And they're seeing, um, you know, what it is that you are doing each day. So um, it's incredible as we were talking about uh, kindness, and doing little deeds how it does how it does affect people in this world but you'd be quite surprised to learn how much it affects those in the spirit world who often look on to us with eyes of wonder and eyes of love and appreciation when they can see also it affects them in their world too. our kind deeds we do here for others affects them as well in the spirit world
0: well you know what i i just got a visual of is 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 um is a person just walking around right Um, going from day to day, maybe, I don't know, going to their job or going to class, whatever, and very much in their head and just walking, thinking "I'm, I'm alone. I'm the only one that feels this way and feeling very isolated, but then seeing all their loved ones around them, then their angels, then their guides. It's like a legion of Beautiful beings that are surrounding, so you are never alone. But as human beings, we do we tend to feel like we're completely isolated, and we're just and we're the only one that feels this way as well, right? Like we're all alone. Yeah. We'll always be alone. That type of of mentality. But there's so many there's so many sources that are there cheering us on and, and guiding us. Do you believe that yeah, also really. that um, our guides or our angels also? Um, help prevent us from maybe we we're not supposed to yet pass we're not supposed to go into the other side yet but but they might step in from time because i've had too many experiences where very i should have so. been dead i should have yeah.
1: gone yeah. very very much so um i had a friend who was involved in a in a car accident when she was younger many years ago and the car rolled three times she shouldn't have walked away from that car accident she says but she walked away without a scratch a uh, country road this happened in Australia so you know country roads for international people are they're pretty rocky, they can be very bumpy, and um you know she 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 really shouldn't have walked away from that accident but she did without a, with barely a scratch on her body. And I mean, barely an actual scratch. Um, and she says, you know, well, what was that? Was that my angel? Was that someone looking out for me? And I would say, yeah, it is. I would say, yes. Um, you know, we, this is the thing and I think this goes, for, you know, this is great for anybody who might be feeling a bit stuck or a little bit, um, you know, uncertain of things. We always have um, spirit helpers, people that are there to help us, to inspire us, to guide us higher beings, and all we have to do is turn our worries, our problems, our concerns over to whether you want to call it your angels, a loved one in spirit world, God, the universe, Buddha, it doesn't matter, but turn your worries over, share with the universe, share, write write down what's worrying you, write down what you're feeling stuck with, write down what you're needing help with, speak it out loud, think it in your mind, whatever you want to do, but pay attention to it and ask for help ask the spirit world to intervene, ask the spirit world to help, ask your loved ones to help, ask your guides to help, because they will always be there to help you, to guide you, to inspire you, and sometimes, you know, it will come through to you as a thought in your mind. It reminds me there's this really old movie and the movie is called Always and it has the actors act, actors in there, Richard Dreyfuss and Audrey Hepburn. So it's a really old movie. Um, I think it might be one of the last that Audrey Hepburn actually did. And in the movie, there's a man and he's a cadet firefighter pilot. So he's learning to put out fires from the air and in battle or going into you know into action he's pla- um th- th- there's an older man and his plane comes down and he and he dies um you know in it but then Audrey Hepburn shows up and she says to him you're going to become this you're going to become a guide for the young pilot that's learning to you know do what you used to do and he's like what and they're walking through a field and she and he says well if I'm going to be this guy's guide how am I going to communicate to him and Audrey Hepburn says well we you just think thoughts they often think it's their own thoughts but it doesn't matter as long as they get the message and I love that because I really believe that we often will be driving around or you know uh, taking a shower or uh, going for a walk along the the you know the the beach or wherever and all of a sudden a thought from seemingly out of nowhere comes into your awareness and you think Oh my goodness, I've just had the best idea, or I've just figured it out, or that's the solution, or what if I call this person? And it's, it's these thoughts, and you think it's not my thought, because I'm not, I'm thinking about, you know, making a salad sandwich for lunch. You know, I'm not, I'm not thinking about the solution to life's mysteries. And then, but all of a sudden, here it is. And so it's a little bit like so quite often we will receive thoughts from inspired guidance, inspired thoughts that I believe come from your team of angels, helpers guides and they're there but you must remember to ask for help ask for their intervention share what's going on and then don't forget to say thank you
0: say thank you say thank you and don't get spooked because that's right they're there to
1: help you they they really are and there's there's a lovely story that i used to that i like to share with my students about the importance of gratitude and saying thank you to spirit to your angels to god just in general but Um, there was a man and he passed over to the spirit world and then he was met by an angel and the angel said to him, I'm going to give you a tour of the afterlife. And they proceeded to walk down a very long corridor, Christine, and they came to a huge room. And in that room, there were thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels and they were frantic, so frantic. And the man says to his guide, to his angel, what is this place? And the angel says to him, this is the department where all uh, of the uh, requests for prayers and help and healing and intervention are received from the earth. And we can't keep up with them. We get three requests every second. It's, you know, it's very busy here. He said, oh, my goodness me. Wow. And they said, yeah, we, we, we we love getting requests, but we get so many. We're very busy. We can't keep up. And they walked down this long corridor and they came to a second room and in the second room now was even bigger than the first room and it was twice as many angels as the first room and they were very frantic he said well what's this department he said well, the guide said well this is the department where all of those prayers for healing and help and so on. We divinely package them up with love and we dispatch them back to the planet earth. Wow, he said yeah we could always use an extra pair of hands here in this room. And they continued walking down this long corridor for what seemed like an eternity. And they finally came to one small room. And the man who was having this tour was quite shocked because in that room, he saw not hundreds and thousands of angels, just one angel sitting very idle, uh, not doing anything at all. And he said, well, if the other two places, the other two room, you know, departments are busy, what's this angel doing? And the angel that was giving him the tour looked at him with sadness in in, in their eyes and said, this is the department of gratitude and thanks and very few ever come back. So it's always important to ask, believe, receive, and then remember to say, thank you. And as you say, thank you. And as you acknowledge the signs or the guidance or the inspiration or the healing or the intervention or the help that's coming along to you, you create a bridge And that bridge connects you deeper and deeper to the spirit world. And you'll find that you have a whole support team around you and very present in your life. It's a great way to live.
0: Wow. And what a great way to end this interview because I am so grateful and thankful for you. I am so absolutely thankful that our paths crossed and that I I got to know you and you are welcome back on Out of the Box anytime. Please let our listeners and our viewers know how they can uh, how they can find out more about you um how they can also get your books and all of that what's the best place for them to go
1: well I, I just want to firstly say thank you very much for having me on it's been a, a privilege and a pleasure to to be able to chat to you and to talk with you and and to share this with everybody and I would love to come back uh, in the future um because I I feel like we're just getting our conversation here we started, are Christine. I know
0: <laughs> an hour goes by
1: fast uh, <laughs> but it really is a pleasure so thank you very much for all that you do and I appreciate all of the wonderful work that you're doing as well which is wonderful um if people would like to find me you know I'm on on social media. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. I also have a website you can go to, which is mitchellcoombs.com. And uh, all of my books are on there. Uh, they're available on Amazon. Um, you can get them on Amazon, anywhere books are sold, uh, iBook as well. So you can find me online. I'm all over the place. But thank you once again for having me on, Christine, because it's been such a joy.
0: Oh, it's, it's been like a family reunion. And like I said, you are welcome back anytime. Um, we'll make sure that we have links to your. Uh, we'll have links to your books. We'll have a link to the website, though. That's really important for people to find out. And also, are you tour? Are you touring anywhere anytime soon?
1: I'm constantly, perpetually, <laughs> like on a loop, <laughs> going around, going around Australia in particular. So again, all the events and everything are all on my website, mitchelcoombs. And I
0: highly recommend. If you go to his website, I highly recommend that you actually get to see Mitchell live. And don't be surprised if someone who you love, a loved one who is passed on, who's on the other side, does communicate uh, to, to you through Mitchell because... Um, it's just a wonderful experience and again thank you so very much mitchellcoombs.com is the website you want to go visit folks and, um, and make sure that you reach out to Mitchell if you love this interview and another great thing you can do is you can share this interview if you love what you were hearing and you know that someone a family member someone can really benefit from hearing these messages from Mitchell please do share it it's, it's easy to do and it can, uh, it can really brighten someone's day Thanks again, Mitchell. I love
1: you. Thank Mwah. you. Lots of love Mwah. to you too. Thank you very much. And
0: thank you, wonderful listeners, for tuning in again to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs. You want to find out more information, you can go to outoftheboxwithchristine.com. And until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside of that damn box. Bye for now.